Hi everyone, this is your girl Nikita and welcome to the Perfectly Powerful You podcast. Everybody and welcome back to the Perfectly Powerful You podcast. I'm your host Nikita, and with me today is the beautiful Julie. Hello. Thank you so much for being on the podcast, Julie. Thank for you. those of you who may or may not know of her, she's a spiritual and life coach. We also happen to well live together somewhat, yeah. and also <laughs> just in passing, beautiful conversations and. Julie, for those of you who do not know about you, I would love for you to talk more about um, what got you started in being a spiritual and life coach. We were also talking before about how you do inner child shadow work and also um, delving into the realms of human design, which I'm only just getting into. I find it so intriguing. The I find the more I learn about myself and the more I learn about others through a variety of different ways the easier I find it is to have more compassion for myself, to have a better sense of direction for myself. And also being in the like life coaching world, I love being able to hear all about other people's perspectives on how we can just help transform each other's lives. So thank you for being on the podcast. And I would love for you to share even more about what you got like or what got you started with this realm of work and even more about how people can really help like transform themselves and get to know you more and how you can help them with their lives um should they love to know a little bit more about themselves heal themselves in order to really propel them on a direction where they would love to be so i would love for you to share that thank you again thank you <laughs> Thank you so much for the invitation on your mm. podcast. I am extremely grateful. And uh, yeah, so where did I get started? I mean, I got my coaching certificate about, it's been six years-ish or so. Mm. Um, and at that time, it was just your classic vision and goals, mm. uh, but also inner work as well. But it was just getting my feet wet into yeah. the inner work. Yeah. And then... I guess it must have been 2019 when I had a spiritual awakening. And then that's when that kickstarted what I do with my business now. So Mm. it's not that the certification, I don't do it. I incorporate that. Mm. Mm. But I go into a much deeper level right now because of the in-depth work I've done on myself. So Mm. everything I teach, everything I guide my clients with is all I've done myself and continue to do Mm. because the work doesn't stop. It never really stops. (laughs) No, No, I find the more I get to know myself, the more I discover there is more to know about myself and others as well. And so I would love to guide the conversation in the direction of human design to start, but then also um, more delving into inner child work and um, the shadow self and just being able to heal our maybe unhealed traumas or stuff that we've experienced in the past in order to help again yeah propel us forward so would you be able to talk um, a little bit more about what human design actually is for those of you who do not know what it is because I know I'm still getting to know more facets of um, well resources and tools that people come up with education around ourselves and I know that there's a little bit around there's manifestors generators 
projectors and reflectors. And then the last one is manifesting generators. And manifesting generators. Okay. And I would love for you to talk more about that and how you incorporate um, those kinds of modalities in helping other people understand themselves. Yeah, of course. And so human design was developed in 1987 by a guy named Ra. He channeled it actually for from source, uh, he calls it the voice. Mm. And basically, it takes five old modalities that have been existing for a really long time. Mm. So the chakra system, astrology, I Ching, Kabbalah, and then the last one is quantum physics. And he takes this and he created this entire system. Mm. So it is like a birth chart, but different. So it does take your date of birth, mm-hmm. location, mm-hmm. the time, Uh, where you were born but then also approximately three months before when you're in the womb Uh, and based on where the planets were on those specific two times it creates this chart for Mm. you and this chart is basically your energetic blueprint I like to call is who you are in essence but through life experiences society your environment etc we've been conditioned to be a certain way Mm. and so what human design does is it brings you back home to you oh I lo- that's a very great way of describing it yeah. so when you say bring us back home to ourselves in what way do you mean as opposed to like the our identity of self or who who we are like spiritually or who we are like who we think we are because there's a lot of different ways that I believe people uh, enjoy and have different experiences describing themselves. And I know from my experience that um, in my own research and my own education, um, I used to do and I have a degree in like sociology in like the realm of like identity development. And I recognize there are so many different ways that people, how they understand themselves in reflection to the life around them is how they choose to present themselves, specific action steps they take in service of who they think they are and how they're going to like maintain this sense of self. Mm -hmm. And when we have other ideas of, well, how we understand ourselves, it can drastically change the way we interact with others. So when you say bring it on back home, how would you describe that for um, others in terms of like how they see themselves? Yeah, I mean, it gives you this sense of understanding of who you are. And I find that the minute you come across human design, it it's almost like you're like, oh, that makes so much sense. Mm. Uh, and also reminds you of the time as a child when you were this way, because mm. as a child, that was when you are the most innocent, like mm. you don't have as much programming or conditioning from mm. the outside world. And so there'll be moments that you will remember from your childhood and be like, oh, yeah, like that's how I used to do things. But now I don't do things this way because of X, Y, Z, because society told me not to be because Mm -hmm. school said I needed to pick one thing or because my parents said I, you know, needed to work hard to get somewhere. little examples like that. Mm, I love that. And I think it really offers people a chance to um, understand themselves in a new way. And I found that especially when I'm 
like just uh, transiting certain aspects of myself, it really kind of creates a opportunity to see yourself in a whole new light. And I understand, at least from my own personal experience, when there's a different perspective that I have of myself, of who I feel like I really am, not what society has told me that I am, or from my past experience, who I thought I was, but really when there are other aspects where there may be things that should come up and I'm like this really resonates like I feel like this is definitely someone that I feel that I am and I can step into it more step into genuine power of self when there's more understanding and so with the um, aspect of also um, inner child shadow work that you do Mm -hmm. how do you find that this um, all kind of relates to one another and how people can take both um who they um, are as a child, because it's still a part of us, I believe. Right. Um, but also with the different modalities of human design, because there's so many facets oh, yeah. that are really incorporated in it. And I would love for you to share a little bit more about how you interweave those and how people can find a little bit more of a um, understanding of where they would like to go once they find out a little bit more about themselves. Yeah. So human design gives you the signposts. Mm. And the what do you sign- mean by signpost? Like the nugget. Okay. Okay. The breadcrumb. Okay. To see where you're, where there's some deconditioning to do or some healing. Mm. So that's what human design gives you. So I use that element mm. and I combine that with inner child healing and shadow work. So inner child healing, that aspect on its own is going back to a time where you were told that that part of you was not okay Mm. or you were bullied or there was a time where nobody showed up at your birthday party Mm. and that moment whether it's a big big or small I'm putting this in air quotes because trauma is trauma Mm. no matter Um, how big or small exactly you feel it inside exactly and at that moment you told yourself a story Mm. that you aren't worthy or that you are not good enough or that you shouldn't be this way or that you can't do this or that you cannot talk to yourself or that Mm. you cannot have more than one passion, for example. Mm. And so I go to that root and see where that stems from Mm. so that as you can understand yourself where it comes from. So it gives the mind uh, logical reasoning Mm. to be like, okay, this is where it comes from. And now how can we move forward and shift? Mm. How can we let this go? Because this was just a story I told myself. Mm. So that's the inner child part. The shadow work is the parts of you that you beat yourself up for. Ah, The self-talk, the negative self-talk, the parts of you that you do not like. And there are elements of human design that says, no, this is who you are. So how can you find that love and compassion? So that intertwines with the self-love, love love and compassion for yourself. Because the minute you have the love and compassion and understanding of yourself, Mm. then that ripples out to the world around you. Mm. But also you have more love and compassion with others. So that's one Mm. thing I've learned with human design is I'm able to understand myself, but my relationships improve because I understand that certain other human design types might be slower at decision making process might need time to make a decision or to process something and I can hold that space because 
yeah, maybe I know what I want in that moment, but the other person might not. Mm. And so I can allow them to take the time they need to, because I know that that is based on their human design and I don't have to force or pressure or rush them. Mm. And compassion is a huge one. I know that for myself, especially since I've been doing a lot more inner work in order to help others as well. Like it's uh, a very like deep sense of like calling to really understand oneself. And I think that there is up until now, a part of me that thought I knew who I was. And there's a part of me that absolutely knows who I am, but also the journey of life allows us to see so much more than we ever thought that we were. And understand that there's so much more that we are and to have the different aspects of people bringing forth is saying like yes there are things that have happened in your life that we've been telling a story about and I know stories we sometimes love to cling to because stories feel like they become a part of our identity and when we have an identity we want to hold to it because if we don't know who we are we're like well who are we like who am I to take this action because I know that if I classify myself as an introvert then maybe Mm -hmm. I will say I don't want to go out because I am an introvert or no I'm an extrovert so of course I'm gonna go out because I am an extrovert but the idea of the I am really is called into question when we choose to shift our own narrative. And I think that um, our own narrative can come from who, like, I know culturally, it's very based that we may look to the outside world. And especially when our very like childlike mind was so impressionable that we just absorbed everything. People said, no, you are not this, you are this. And so we start to take that in. And then when it's called into question later on in our life, because there's more that life is calling for us that we say, okay, this is who I thought I was. And, but now there's something that's coming up that's allowing me to shift my perspective. And I love that human design also calls into like various different understandings of like one topic to give like, okay, it might be this. And maybe it's a little bit of this. And maybe it's a little bit of this. And there's never one aspect, I think, that will really say this is who you are. But it's just like a a tool. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And I think I shared this before we went on live at that human design is an experiment. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. it gives you, as I said, it gives you the breadcrumbs, it gives you the nuggets, it gives you the signpost, it gives you the information, but you decide how you want that to work for you. You, And it is a trial and error. Yeah, It is figuring out what works for you, what doesn't, um, and it is going out into the world and putting it into practice. Mm. And that is why I was saying earlier that I am gearing towards doing more long-term sessions with clients Mm. because I don't like just dumping the information in a human design meeting and then off they go. (laughs) Whereas like if I guide them through their experiment through a longer commitment, then I can guide them to help them that trial and error phase of like trying things out and seeing what works. And then you know, I've had clients who would call me. So projectors, uh, which I'm a projector, Mm. we're about 20% of the population. And we're meant to guide 
And the way we work through the world is that we can't guide everybody, but we need to have an invitation Mm. to guide. So somebody needs to invite us. Like, for example, you invited me to be on this podcast. Mm. And then I decide based on my intuition whether I want to or not. Yeah. But there's this kind of idea of like, what does it mean? Like, what is an invitation? What is not an invitation? And I'll Mm. have clients boxer me, you know, message me and be like, so does this count as an invitation? Or like, if I do this, is that an invitation? Mm -hmm. And so it's to guide them through that, those smaller pieces that Mm -hmm. just gives clarity as to what is and what isn't. Yeah. And I think that guidance is key. And I love that you are continuing in this work because I I know for myself, when I've had people to help guide me on my journey and continue to help guide me on my journey, it adds so much comfort and it adds so much clarity mm-hmm. and it adds so much support. Yes. And so um, would you love to share more about how you take people through your guidance? Because I would love to send yeah. more people to you so that they can feel just as equally as supported in transiting who they would love to be because I think um, something I love to work with is what would I love that's the question that I often ask myself it's because like we're never fixed into anything unless we choose to feel fixed into something Mm -hmm. and I think that being able to offer people a variety of different ways how they can access who they are like as soulful beings as soulful beings having a human experience like there's like, there's that human, like egotistical part of us, but there's also something so much deeper. Oh, yeah. And there's also something to help with, I I like to believe in our next life. So yes. there are certain things that, um, and this is just my personal belief mm-hmm. that um, we're here for a reason, yes. that we're here to learn something, we're here to have fun, but we're also here to help others. And so um, for you on your journey, um, I would love you to share um, more about how you help people um, and help guide them for those who are very interested in learning more about what you do and how you can help service them as well. Of course. So every client is different. Every person is completely Mm. different. So the way I service one person is not the way I would service another person. Mm. I use the human design as, again, a guide to understand who they are. Mm. And so, for example, like manifestors Mm. do not love being told what to do. (laughs) You tell a manifestor what to do, it's an an immediate shutdown. So, for example, I wouldn't tell a manifestor what to do. I would ask them questions for them to get to that conclusion, Uh, whatever conclusion they need to get to themselves. So every, every type is different. Um, and so that is how I work with it. Obviously I do have the option of like having Voxer access, which is Mm -hmm. like a walkie talkie voice note system. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. Really helpful. So just in these like quick, I need help right now. Can you offer some inspiration so that I can help navigate my life at this point in time? Exactly. So that is an optional, that is an add on because I realize that some clients love to use it Mm. and others are like, no, I'm good. Yeah. I'll see you on the next call. Ah, okay. So everybody's different. So that is like, uh, I'll add that as an extra support if somebody desires that, if they Mm. know that they're going to be using it. If they are not, then that's all good. Mm. I'll see them in the session. Um, Everybody intakes information differently. Some Mm. people love 
recordings and re-listening to them, others mm. couldn't be bothered with it. Mm-hmm. So again, like these small little things, like I like to get to know my clients and see like, okay, like, do you want me to record this Zoom session? They're like, yes, please. Like, I'm going to oh, listen yeah. to it 10 times. Then others are like, Julie, you've sent me the recordings. I <laughs> couldn't be bothered. <laughs> and that's okay. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. So totally. I work with that. Um, It is a lot of on my part, active listening during the sessions Mm -hmm. and really listening to what the client is saying. And then I dive deep. Mm -hmm. I, I cannot ignore the depth. The minute there's something that someone says, I'm like, Oh, I'm going to go there. And it might be triggering. It might be Mm -hmm. heavy, but I can hold that space. Mm -hmm. I'm also Scorpio. So for those who know astrology, <laughs> getting deep. We love getting yeah. deep. We love going into the depths. And mm. so I and I cannot ignore it. And it's really funny because every time I'm like, okay, I'm gonna do this program. It's gonna be lighter, it's gonna be fluffy. And then first session comes and I was like, Well, we want deep immediately. <laughs> immediately. And it's just I don't want it. Like yeah. every time I try to set that intention of like, oh yeah, like it's summer, like let's do a program that's a little more fun. And which was the summer. I was like cuz I in the summer I'm more upbeat. In the winter mm. I go into my shadows. I do more mm. in the work. Mm. And I'm like, oh yeah, like summer. Okay. I'm like, nobody really wants in a child healing shadow work in the summer. I'm like, I'm going to do this fluffy human design program. (laughs) And I had a session with a client and the first session was just like, and it wasn't planned. And I was just like, I had my, you know, my preparation and the questions. I always Mm -hmm. prepare like questions to Mm -hmm. ask. I, because I always believe having some preparation for myself as a coach, having Mm -hmm. some preparation and then letting the session flow where it's meant to flow Mm -hmm. and if we get to those questions great if we don't then that's okay because I know it was impactful no matter what Mm -hmm. and yeah first first session and it was just like we just went into the depths and I was like okay well I guess it's not a fluffy program maybe not today yeah but it's (laughs) just like I mean it's I I just if even if you look at my human design if you look at my astrology Mm. it's who I am like I am somebody mm. who goes into depths I am somebody who will go there with you and hold that space for mm. you but I'm also somebody who's going to hold the light mm. for you to see the light at the end of the tunnel mm. and so I can hold that duality of that dark and light and because I've held that for myself mm. and that's important too I think that's like one of the key things especially for those that are willing to go to the depths with themselves to have someone who's also doing the work. Because I think that you, it's like asking someone who's never baked bread to bake them a loaf of bread and to teach them how to do it. And you're like, but I've never done it before, but I'm just going to kind of like try and figure it out with you as opposed to someone who's very experienced in it and could say, I know the ins and outs of this. I can totally teach you how to do it. And if there are things that kind of maybe like don't go as expected, I know how to help you overcome this in a very like, you know, 
red way, but yeah. also like when you're doing inner work, when you're doing, when you're going to the depths with someone else, I think it's really like honorable to do it for yourself. So thank you for doing the inner work and thank you for um, like shining the light in the way that you do, because it's really offering a lot of other people that are the same compassion with themselves, but also offer that for other people. Cause the more that we hold space for everybody, the more we realize that we would love to know, or like, more about who we are so we can have an even greater experience in life and the inner work I found that when you don't want to go there it's exactly the reason why you should go there if you would love because it helps unveil something that really wasn't as big as we made it out to be but in order to really like transform because I love like the nature of the podcast I love being able to um help others transform themselves. Right. And so in alignment with inner child shadow work, how would you best, um, I would love to go into um, TLC for self because you can be the guide for people, but it's also people's own work as well to help um, offer themselves that safe, compassionate space. So how do you find the um, work when you do work with people? How do you um, or what would you love to offer people to help them like take the information to help offer them a space where they can um, use that information to their fullest advantage when they're navigating like deep work. Yeah. So I, there's a few things. There's mm. a few things. Mm. Um, so when I always preface with my clients, anytime they come to work with me, that they are responsible for themselves. Mm. So I can guide, I can give them all the tools, all the exercises, all the journal prompts, everything, everything of what to do. Yeah. But it is at the end up to them to do the work totally. or not. Yeah. I am not a teacher who's going to penalize you for not doing the totally. work or anything yeah. like that. Like I sometimes have clients who would be like, I'm so sorry, Julie. I didn't, I'm not ready for a session. I didn't do like the exercise they gave me. And I was like, that's fine. Let's yeah. go on our session though. Yeah. Um, it's because that's not my, that's not the type of coach I am. Mm-hmm. I am not an accountability coach. There are other mm. accountability coaches out there and I'm sure they are amazing. Sure. Yeah. But that's not the type. So that is one of the boundaries I set mm. very much. So is that the work you put in is what you're going to get out. Mm. And because shadow work and inner child healing is heavy, especially when there's a lot of things happening in the external environment sometimes Mm. I have clients come to me when they're working through their own inner work but the external environment is also flipped upside down yeah and that's a lot to navigate it is a lot to navigate because whatever you're going through inwards is being reflected outwards absolutely yeah so that so I always guide my clients to what are the things you love to do what Mm. fills your soul up is it taking a bath is it lighting a candle is it going to a coffee shop is Mm. it sitting you know on a river and listening to the river whatever it is that grounds you Mm. that makes you feel at peace even if it's just five minutes in the day Mm. to do that Mm. and that's what I guide my clients to it very much like or if it's meditation or listening to certain types of frequency music like there's so Ah, many tools we have so many tools available yeah but it's abundant time we really do yeah (laughs) yeah (laughs) and but each individual is 
different and Mm. everybody has their own things that they love to do. I know for myself, like I, when I feel down, Mm. I love watching Gilmore Girls. Oh, sure. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I feel good. Oh, it's yeah. I feel good mm-hmm, show. Mm-hmm. And just sitting there with my tea and lighting like a little scented candle and just watching Gilmore Girls. I'm yeah. like, oh, like this just, I'm sad. Mm. And I'm honoring that I'm sad. And yeah. I, you know, sit in the sadness mm. or in the discomfort. That's the other thing is that I guide clients to sit in the discomfort of their emotions Mm. because if we keep always trying to strive for the positive, Mm. then we're pushing those emotions under the rug, but the low emotions are just as important. They're important because Mm. they give us so much knowledge. They're revealing something for us. And Yeah. yeah, that's actually a really important and key thing that I'm glad that you touched on because I know that I can only come from my personal experience that when there was a part of me that like would plug my ears and like spiritually bypass and I'm like, no, love and light, love and light. Like everything is great and peachy. And like, even though this is going on, like I am strong, I am powerful. But the thing is, those are all true. I am strong. I am powerful. But when things like when you're going down, things are obviously going to resurface because um, it's kind of like um, something that I was listening to. It's uh, when this person was making apple juice. So when they were making apple juice, there were all these, there were four cups and one of them, it looked like it was a dirty apple juice. But really what ended up happening was that all the silt, all the stuff at the bottom was mixed up and Mm -hmm. so it looked like it was dirty and then uh, the people who were saying they're like I don't want that cup but really they waited a little bit and all of the stuff settled to the bottom and they realized that it was the same apple juice all around but it's because they were literally mixing up the apple juice that all of the silt or all of the goodness at the bottom was mixed in with everything and I think that when we're right in the middle of that like apple juice being like mixed up we know that it's going to settle But in order to allow everything to come to the surface, like you can filter it out if you'd love and all of it's gone, but then like all of the goodness is out of it as well. So I think it's so important to like honor when you're doing inner work to recognize that it will come up and preparing people for that is really important because then when I don't want to say when shit hits the fan, but when things come up, because they always do that to help offer space, what do you love to do? How can you offer yourself some TLC time to navigate everything that's rising to the surface? Because as you clear it away, you're purposefully creating that space to offer you something and then fill it back up with the goodness. Because um, I know something that's really important for me to remember is that when I'm doing a lot of release work that um, being mindful about how you're filling your cup because you can have all this empty space but if you're putting back in negativity back the self-deprecation back of the self-judgment then basically all of the work that you've done to release you're just dumping back in because you're not being aware of what you're actually filling your cup back up with Mm -hmm. but when you're working with other people to say okay we're going to the depths here you and I I'm holding your hand we're doing it together don't worry I'm here with you you also have to do the work because it's your journey but I'm here to help guide you I'm here to like offer prompts to say okay we're releasing things now TLC time how can you offer yourself more compassion more love even more support even more time to say 
great job. You're doing an amazing like work right now. This is hard stuff, but you're so strong. And then be like, okay, this is hard. I'm doing it. And then once it's over and the dust has settled, the apple juice stuff has settled to the bottom. It's still clear and beautiful, but yeah, it's the, it's the time to actually allow yourself the, when things are a little spicy. Oh yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That uh, it's during that time that the most is coming out of it but also the 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 inner work stuff is it's a fun one to navigate oh yeah and one thing that I mean now being where I'm at in my journey and looking back in hindsight of like all the work inner work I've done all the depth that I've gone for myself because people are always asking me you know like what's the point ah what is the point what is the point? I will tell you. <laughs> you know, you understand yourself better. Mm. You know how to handle yourself better. Mm. And when shit hits the fan, <laughs> yeah. no matter how it looks, mm. you know in that moment what's going to come up. You yeah. understand your emotions and you know how to hold space for yourself. Yeah. And you know that you know your boundaries. Mm. And whether you react, and which is okay, it's mm. okay to react. Totally. Whether you react or you don't react, you still learn from, you still look back and you're like, this is how I reacted. Okay, maybe I shouldn't have reacted that way this time. And then mm. the next time something happens, you're, you may take that moment of like, oh, I'm about to react, feel uh-huh. myself in. Mm. You become emotionally intelligent about yourself. Mm. You you learn to understand yourself and you also learn to understand that not everything is about you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? Like I know sometimes if someone says something, I will get triggered, but that trigger nine out of 10 has nothing. It was not that that person said something wrong Mm. because that person can say the exact same thing to somebody else and then it won't trigger that other person. Mm -hmm. So that to me, I look at that. I'm like, oh, it triggered me. Okay. Do I want to dive into this now? Because sometimes we're not in the headspace, right? Do I want to dive into yes or no? Figure it out. Yes. Okay. Why did that trigger me? Why did that upset me? go back into my childhood or like, or, you know, when was the last time I felt this exact same way? Mm. And these, and so that's what I would do. Like maybe not right away, but like maybe a day later and I would reflect if I'm ready for it. Yeah. Right. Sometimes there's certain things that will come up that you might not be ready to heal in that moment. And that's okay. Totally. Okay. Totally. Okay. But if you are ready, if you are curious, if you, so that's what, all this inner work teaches you mm. it teaches you that and by doing that you've improved the relationship to yourself mm. you learn to love yourself you can tap into being happy for you mm. and not using external things to make you happy mm. and the external things that do make you happy is an add-on it's a bonus it is it's mm. that extra sprinkle on top and you're like I am happy with my life because I am happy with myself. Mm. And this relationship that I have that is amazing, awesome. This business that I have that is successful, awesome. Like, it's just these like sprinkle on top. That's all it is. 
And no matter what's going on, your circumstances don't change a thing about you because you know who you are. You know where your strength lies. You know how to respond to situations because the more you get to know yourself, the more you get to know how you choose to navigate life. And that's powerful. And I think that's also why I continue down my own personal inner work because the more I understand who I am, the more I understand my own triggers. And then I think it's, um, I love that you touched on whether or not you choose to want to navigate it at that point. Because yes. I think definitely for myself up until now, when something came up, I would want to fixate on it because I'm like, well, this is coming up for a reason. Yeah. It means I need to do it now, now, now. And I was like, okay, hold up. <laughs> One, right. do I have the emotional capacity? Like, exactly. but that's also understanding how full is my cup right now? If I'm feeling too frazzled, I'm like, okay, this is not the time. But I only know it's not the time because I've learned even more about when is the right time for me to take space for me to understand what's coming up and whether or not I choose to want to delve deep into it about the why or if I can just let it pass. Because there are moments for both to just like allow it to wash over you or if they feel like there's something nudging a little bit more saying maybe there's something more here for me what lesson can I learn from this how can I grow from this and I think it's also a desire and a choice because even with um like getting to know oneself it's like getting to know anybody but we're the ones that are with ourselves for our entire life like we can choose to want to get to know ourselves even more and know that we can genuinely live a very peaceful very happy very content very amazing life with a world just looking however it wants to look but we can feel the inner peace when we know that we're doing the work and I think that's uh, I'm glad that you touched on the fact that it is the inner work that we do is not for anything that we can gather other than having such a great sense of self and knowing that everything else really is the cherry on top, the sprinkles on top, because it's just bonus. Just the very fact that we can live and enjoy and experience everything. Yes. And I love that you brought up the whole aspect of like, do I have the emotional capacity to dive deep into this. Mm. And I want to touch on that because Mm. sometimes I feel, especially for those um, who are listening, who have done inner work, Mm. sometimes we can get caught up in that hamster wheel. Uh, And (laughs) there are moments in life that are fight or flight. There are moments in life that are survival. Mm. And I always say, take care of your survival first. Mm. So like, let's say, things happen, you have no money in your account, or you're like, you lost your job. And you're like, you're in that lack mentality headspace. Yeah. So instead of trying to be like, I'm abundant, I'm abundant, I'm abundant, (laughs) abundant. like, if that works for some of you, great, go for it. But yeah, but in my experience, trying to tap into an abundance, like trying to go from one extreme to the Mm -hmm. other in a place of survival, Mm -hmm doesn't work it's very hard to get because not only do you have to get your mind behind it you have to get your emotional body behind it. yeah your nervous system is huge exactly so if you if that cannot get behind it so I always say take care of your survival Mm. take care of your survival if you need to just go get any job 
just to make your ends meet for you to breathe for that one second do that Mm. right like do that first and then go tap into the abundance because Mm. then that gives you that sense of security yeah right so Mm -hmm. but everybody's different some people may resonate with this some people may not right but then again every trigger and every life circumstance is going to trigger like some people can lose their job and be like cool and then (laughs) other people are like cool something better is going to come and they already have that implemented mindset and their nervous system behind it because they've already pre-trained themselves yeah yes whereas other people would be like freaking out yeah exactly so but going back to what I was saying earlier like the lack mindset trying to jump to abundance it's the same with everything if you're in one end of the spectrum and you're trying to get to the other end it's a huge bridge to gap it is so I always say try to get to neutral Mm -hmm. try to get to just neutral first and then from neutral go to abundance go from neutral go to the positive Mm, take a step yeah that's yeah mm, I love that you touched on that as well because I think um something that came to mind when you were saying about your survival is um, Maslow's hierarchy of needs Mm -hmm. and um for those who may or may not know about it it's basically a triangle and um each of it bridges a gap so there's our food and shelter there's I I, I'm I'm touching base on this from my like past experience but there are all these different basic needs and at the very tippy point is our enlightenment so for those who are able to basically get all of our fundamental needs met um, and we must do that for ourselves then we are able to reach the very tippy point but it's until all of those needs are met that we're able to actually transcend and understand self even more so I think that there's um, I would like to say also like a privilege involved with it because I know that in our society and I would love to say in our um, very fantastic lifestyle because not everyone has the same lifestyle I recognize where they're like my path is different from others because all of my needs are met and when there are certain things I have to touch base on either with job or either with my home or with my relationships my feeling of security in different ways that's when um, oftentimes there is like more to uncover But um, for those who are able to do their own inner work first, because their needs are met, then when things do arise to kind of upheaval to, um, to change maybe the direction of their path a little bit, it's um, nice to know that they're first able to take a step. If some people resonate with, okay, you, you don't have a job right now. People are like, no problem. It's all good. Love and light. I am safe. And they genuinely feel that because they've done some own inner work, but not everyone is there. And I think that's important to recognize where that specific person is at in their life, because if they're not able to, if they just need something to help them feel safe, okay, you don't have a job. What step can you take? Mm-hmm. Okay, let's find you something that feels good. Let's um, help you um, bridge that gap. Okay, you need a job. Let's find something that you open up a stream of income. Okay, now you have some basic needs met. Now let's work on and then move forward, move forward, move exactly. forward. Because I think that when we're just like la 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 love and light, that doesn't always work for everybody because 
there's so many, there's so much more going on in our life than spirituality. There's so much more going on our, in our life than um, working with the body. Yeah. There's like, there's mind, body, spirit, like everything, always, always yeah. touching on that um, in a variety of different ways in different times. And it's learning more about self mm-hmm. that helps be able to connect everything in order to transcend and learn and grow and have fun because it doesn't have to be serious no yeah (laughs) and as a Scorpio that's sometimes like I that was something I had to learn Mm -hmm. I was in a place where I just kept doing the inner work and being in the shadow in the depths yeah thinking that this is where I was meant to be because mm. I was doing the inner work, so to speak. Sure. Yeah. And then finally, there was one day I had this aha moment. And I was like, wait a second. I'm not happy. Mm. And it was just like, okay, everything doesn't have to be so serious. Uh, yeah. And it was balance. Just, <laughs> balance, exactly. And it's like, and it's even sometimes it'll come up in moments in the summer. Like I said, the summer is usually where. I tend to like have fun and I've noticed I was like, oh, you know, like I'm not doing some of my inner work that I normally do. And I had to tell myself that it's okay. It's okay to take a break from the shower. It's okay to go and enjoy life because that's what we're supposed to do. Like we're not supposed to sit there and look at every moment, every time we get triggered. Okay, let's give me, let me give a journal. Why did this (laughs) trigger me? Okay, what am I meant to learn from this? Like not every single little thing at all the time. Yes, there's seasons, there's moments where you and intuitive, this is where you need to get real with yourself, get true to yourself, ask yourself and have that conversation of, you know, am I meant to be diving into this now? Or is it or is this not the time for it? Mm. Am I meant to be diving into it? And or am I avoiding it? both both play a role right because yeah as much as you were saying earlier like love is light yes love is light but the darkness is part of it it's part of it yeah and it needs to be part of it Mm. because we need to have both because if we didn't have both then life would just be blah totally right how can you like have you can't have one without the other you can't have a high emotion without a low emotion totally yeah or else you're just cruising in the middle totally and I think that's also something very um that I I'm glad you shed a little light on we'll shed a little darkness on too of course always because (laughs) I think that the one enjoyment of life is important but then to have even more enjoyment of life there's also inner work because there are certain things that um if we're caught in a pattern like why does this keep coming up why am I stuck in this situation why is like I'll use the example of relationships and people Mm -hmm. are in toxic relationships they're like why do I keep it's like the same I feel like it's a broken record I'm finding they look different but the pattern is the same and that's where inner work is needed because if we understand that everything we're thinking everything we're feeling our action steps are going to be in alignment with that because we're giving off a certain energy we're attracting certain people we're thinking certain thoughts we're taking certain action steps in service of those thoughts and if we're not understanding what's going on up here what's going on in here maybe our um i'll say our life destiny our soul's purpose then um we're just kind of like we're gonna live the same life and sometimes that can just be like i believe that there will always be something that life will offer and say 
what about this? You're like, maybe let's do some inner child work here. Like I'm offering you the space, take it. If you don't want to learn it now, no problem. Enjoy your life, live it however you want. But if you would love, if there's something more that feels like it's calling to you, maybe like take a little, like like, take a little peek, like delve into it a little bit. But if it feels like you're just like deep diving into it, like inner child work, inner child work, like shadow form, how can I fix me? not really fix me, but you know, like yeah. understand me a little more, but then you're only there, then you're not enjoying what's on the surface either. Yeah. And yet, like you said, both is needed. Balance oh, is key, always. but we can only, we have to delve into both worlds in order to understand where the balance is. And I think something that's also coming up for me is that it's never going to look the same. There's oh. not going to be 50, 50, I think that it's also like sometimes it can be 80-20, sometimes it can be 60-40, sometimes it'll be like 100% in one area and 0% in the other area, and then you come back. Or sometimes it's the same day. Sometimes the same day. Yeah, like I'll have like something like amazing happen and something like not so amazing happen simultaneously, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, what's going on? Okay, hold these space for both. This is awesome, but this is shit. Breathe. (laughs) breathe like I've had that too Mm -hmm. um and that's been like definitely like holding that duality in that moment within a span of an hour and you're there and you're like holy crap this is crazy yeah Yeah. what do you find is your one of your best tools or a couple tools that you use in order to help you navigate those experiences as people are delving into themselves things are obviously going to come up we want to have offer space for the we'll say when the darkness comes up but also offer space for when the light is here so how do you find navigating and um just transiting both aspects and what do you do to find that balance with yourself yeah um breathing Mm -hmm huge yeah so like even in moments where like life is happening around you and if you cannot step away in those moments Mm. to go meditate or go journal right sometimes things happen in the midst of breathing Mm. breathing Mm. going to the bathroom taking five minutes to yourself and breathe Mm. you always have that one moment or even if you are in like let's say an argument with a partner or a family member or a friend you can express, give me five seconds, step back, breathe. Mm-hmm. Your breath is always there. The breath mm-hmm. never goes away. It's part of you. Yes. Thank you for the breath. <laughs> yes, exactly. And so that is like my breath. Like that is the one thing I go to. Uh, other than that, moments I step away, step away from the situation, step away from the individual or whatever it is, mm. go into nature. Ah, that's a good one too. Very grounding. Very grounding. Take my, you know, shoes off, put Mm. my feet either in the ocean, in the river, on the ground floor, wherever I am. Yeah. So being here in Yuki, going to the ocean, going in the forest, because the forests are beautiful here. Definitely. Uh, Where when I'm in Whistler, it's going to the river, like the rushing river. Mm. There's something about, well, I am a water sign, so I do love the water, Mm. but it's doing those, those things. um, And then movement. Ah, and just like anything, walking, running, bicycling, mowing the lawn. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So whatever movement um, works for you, I know if 
uh, it's really interesting when I'm doing yoga, like each uh, one is like different. So when I'm doing yoga, I can have hot moments come through ah, like self-reflection as mm. I'm going through like the yoga poses um, because I'm so focused on my body that I don't oh. allow my mind to overthink, right? It creates a space for the intuition mm. to come through and be like, oh, wait, it's because of this. Um, running is a good release. Running mm. and swimming for me are good releases. Totally. I find that as well. And then surfing is a grounding. Ah, yeah. Cause you're literally just floating across the water. Exactly. And yeah. you're just like, it's just kind of like, and you're paying attention to a wave and the smell of the ocean. And it's just like, huh, uh, just more grounding. Yeah. So each movement gives me something. Uh, so depending on what's happening and what is needed, I will, and I always intuitively, go with what feels right obviously I love to journal Mm -hmm. I find just getting my stuff that's all in here out totally (laughs) um and then talking uh talking it out yeah talking it out talking it out like you know working with a mentor or Mm. a therapist or anybody that I can that is not in the situation that I can just soundboard and be like here's what is going and sometimes the minute you get what's in here out loud yeah you're like wait okay wait you know you get that realization that either you're overreacting or you know right yeah whatever it is you're overreacting or it gives you this aha moment of like the connection of what's happening it's just some uh and having somebody else there to hold that space for you so as Mm. much as I offer my services I also need somebody to hold space for me yeah because we're all in this together of course yeah Yeah, we're not meant to do this by ourselves no and I think that's also really nice to have is community and of course I often say for people that when they're learning to start to get in with themselves finding a community of people that feel like they serve their highest goods yes and when people are offering themselves a space to um if there's something calling them say okay I actually I'm feeling compelled to get to know myself more there's something about me in this time right now where something is um, like who am I now and how can I offer myself a space to grow because I I want to get to know myself more and where can I find the best community for me and again like you were saying in the beginning of the podcast it's an experiment just like human design learning all the tools and resources everything's just an experiment so experiment with asking yourself questions experiment with what can I use to offer myself more grounding spaces experiment with um, when can I stop pause and breathe when can I leave the room leave the situation entirely where can I um, do some inner work or where can I experiment with just letting go and having fun letting your hair down so to speak and just living without thinking too much yeah and I think the I I'd like to believe that balance is all a part of life that yes. there's uh, moments to go 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 and there's moments to stop and rest mm-hmm. and I I find that being able to experiment more with when it what feels good for me what doesn't and getting opinions perspectives from others but even then taking everything with as many grains of salt as you'd love yes. because everyone's experience will be their own just like our own experience with understanding the new education coming out understanding what arises for us because no one's experience like they'll never understand our own life the way that we do 
but we can all kind of relate yes. and we can offer each other space. Be like, okay, I kind of have been around the block a little bit. This is my experience with this kind of particular situation. Mm-hmm. This is what I can offer you. And I would love to help guide you if you'd love my guidance, but also this is going to be your journey. And there will be so many people, as long as you're interested, um, you're where your energy flows, where your attention goes. So if you want to know more about yourself, if you want to have guidance, the people will show up. Mm-hmm. And if you're ready to delve into that, the people will show up mm-hmm. and they'll offer you even more tools and resources to live an even greater life because yeah I, I love that we're it's not meant to be serious no. it can be serious at some moments but yes. I think that's also the fun of it yeah but also being able to just have fun live life and enjoy the different aspects of knowledge or what we believe is our current basis of knowledge um what we think we know about life and just having fun and always experimenting with life yeah 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 no I love all of that yeah I love all of that mm-hmm. I would love to be able to send people to you more so I would love for you to share a little bit more about like where people can find you yes. where people can get in touch with you how you can offer them even greater services in your realm of work because I know that you're doing such great work and I know there are so many people who would love to get in touch with you because I know that just from this conversation we've had I'm very much more interested in learning about inner child shadow work about human design how this all ravels into helping understand sense of self while also being able to use that knowledge of self to really create even more of the life that we'd love to see while we're here living it so where can people find you of course um yes so it's pretty simple uh julie's unknown Mm. is my instagram my website juliesunknown.com amazing uh you can find me on youtube julie's unknown my podcast is julie's unknown amazing Keep it simple. Keep it simple, well-rounded. And I and I love that nobody has that. Yeah, well, it is obviously meant to be so that people can easily find you no matter where they are at. Exactly, exactly. And I have a lot a complicated last name. So it's I I very much wanted my business name to be part of my name, but so simple that I do not have to spell it out. Excellent. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Well, people would have figured it out anyways, but it's nice to offer them something even easier to reach you. Exactly. And I do offer a variety of programs um, one-to-one. Right now, Mm. my focus is one-to-one programs and digital downloads. Oh, wonderful. Yeah. So, I mean, I haven't tapped into the group aspect of it. Yeah. I've tried it didn't uh like didn't love it sure so at this moment it could change in the future at this moment this is where I'm at so you're experimenting with life exactly yeah (laughs) so digital downloads like they are available on my website I have like one free one which is an intro to shadow work Mm. I am planning on adding a little bit more freebies because I want people to like if you know you want to know the kind of work I do it's yeah. like here's a starting point totally um and then I have like right now three they're lower price I believe they're at 33 dollars and there is an intro to money one mm. an inner child healing like mm. and then there is one a uh, new moon workshop style oh, which is like yeah. incorporated with manifestation love that so there's digital downloads so basically you get an audio you get a guided meditation by yours truly Love that. And you get a pick a pile card reading. And then some oh, of them yeah. have journal prompts. 
So a little bit of oh, everything. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. You get like a nice little like package of like, here's your guidance. Yeah. Um, And then my one-to-one, I do inner child healing shadow work. Yeah. That is a minimum three-month commitment. Yeah. Uh, which is incorporated with human design. I do have a money program that is also incorporating human design, but the money program goes into the deeper depths of human design. So I always recommend working with like one of my other programs first to begin a knowledge of yourself and human design before going into the money program. Mm. So money program is like, I, I tap into the depths of your human design. Yeah. And if you're not using it on a regular basis, regular basis, if yeah. you're, you know, if you're not aware of it, it's like almost like you're skipping a step. Okay. And then what I've learned through, cause I did a pilot version of that one. What I learned is that I ended up having to go back to basics with the client set store because I didn't have that preemptive knowledge. Exactly. Or, yeah. Build your foundation. Yeah. Kind of like a house. Exactly. Yeah. And then I felt like I was like, oh, I feel like we haven't done money stuff. But that's because yeah. we it was just like a step was skipped. So that's what I learned with that one. Mm. Um, yeah. So yeah. And then like I have, I am working on building like a human design. As I said earlier, like mm. I love, like I do love doing human design readings. Yes. But it's very much dumping the information and off you go. Yeah. And Where, then touching base when you need. But when you're working one-on-one with someone, then you offer... Uh, multiple, like, you know, valuable knowledge, but while also incorporating it um, with their specific life. Exactly. Excellent. Exactly. And it's uh, at a slower pace. So for example, like the one-on-one human design would be like, okay, this first session, we only dive into this aspect Ah. versus giving you all 10 aspects in a reading. Totally. Let's focus on something, get you really comfortable with that and let's move on. Yeah. yeah. So that one I'm looking at like a minimum of four sessions once a month to allow time for incorporation. Mm. So there's a few a few things that I have like going on. You can obviously always check out my website. I keep that up to date of what's mm. going on. Uh, and yeah, my Instagram, I usually use Instagram mostly for stories. And then I'll do an occasional post. But in the stories is where I like to kind of I guess it's my version of a newsletter of being like, totally. oh, this is what's going on. This is what's going on. Yeah. This is what's open for enrollment. And this is mm. what, what I'm doing. So it's a lot, a little bit of everything, but yeah, that's all about me. So perfect. And if you're hearing this at whatever time of the year you're hearing this mm-hmm. and you're not sure what's available, just send me a DM on Instagram or send me an email, mm. whichever you like. And then you can be like, hey, Julie, I would love to work with you. What do you currently have available? And then that way um, I can let you know exactly what's going on in that moment. Amazing. Yeah. Okay. And all of these will be linked in the description box down below, by the way, the <laughs> website, the Instagram, the anything else? Podcast. Podcast, YouTube, all of the great things. Yes. So it'll be easily clickable for anyone who would love to venture into Julie's world of the unknown. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> I love this. Well, thank you very, very much thank for you. sitting down with me today. It was such a wealth of knowledge and I'm yes. so happy we touched on. I'm sure that everyone else is very, very excited to know more about you, more about themselves and really deep dive into living an even greater life by understanding self. So yeah. thank you so much for thank sitting you. down. And for those of you who would love to touch base with Julie, 
Again, everything is linked down below. And until then, I trust, hope, and expect that you all are going to have an amazing day. Yay. And I look forward to talking with you all very soon. Thank you all for joining me today because it's my absolute pleasure to be here with you. I'd love to hear your thoughts about today's content and any inspirational words of wisdom you'd love to share. I'd also love if you would leave a five-star review on whatever platform it is you're listening to this on because it helps in creating even more awesome content. May your day be filled with only love and light and I look forward to talking with you all real soon.